Every company has breakdowns in their revenue process. Sure thing deals slip into next quarter, competitors creep in and swipe deals away at the last minute, and deals getting single threaded that don't get to power. These are just a few examples of revenue leak, but there are a ton more, and they're preventing your team from reaching their sales targets. That's why I'm such a big fan of Clary's revenue platform. It's the only tool that actually helps leaders take control of their revenue and thrive through any market conditions, especially when things get tough. You can't afford to miss a single detail, but you also can't be leading by gut. Clary combines the science and the art of sales and sales leadership. So go to Clary.com if you want to answer the most important question in your business. Are you going to meet, beat, or miss on revenue? Welcome to the Live Better, Sell Better podcast with your host, Kevin Dorsey of Inside Sales Excellence, the number one Patreon group and YouTube channel for tech sellers and tech sales leaders, where we dive in deep for tactical advice on how to book more meetings, close more deals faster, and lead sales teams to success. But we don't stop there. We also focus on the person in salesperson. We talk about mindset, goals, time management, and so much more. So thank you for listening. And if you're interested, head on over to patreon.com slash inside sales excellence. Now with that, grab a notepad, get ready, and let's dive into the good stuff. I also then want to flip it to the flip side of like, for you know, male-led teams and male leaders in the industry, what they can and should be doing to better support women in the industry. Because I agree, and I'm on record saying this, that women are better at sales than men for a lot of the reasons that you've listed. Tend to be better listeners, tend to be more empathetic. My personal favorite is they also tend to use more descriptive language. Truth. Emotion. We all know this is hilarious, right? We know people make decisions emotionally. Descriptive language triggers emotion better. Right. Whereas males tend to be more a like zero one versus like descriptive language, getting into the emotion behind the sales, I also think is very important. So let's go down the path of like, you know, to the women that are in sales right now or considering how do they lean in? Like how how do they lean into some of these things, the listening, the empathy, the understanding, like how do they lean into that more and really own that versus trying to evolve into something that they are not and should not be? Yeah, I I love Love that. Those are great questions. And when you talk about, you know, emotion, I think that's another thing that I didn't mention, but I think women are very naturally good at is storytelling. Right. And so, um, you know, I think when you're, when you, when you base, um, your approach on telling stories, it does trigger that emotion and that, 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 result in a much stronger connection, right? And and listen, at the end of the day, we're in the people business and we're about connecting. So that is really important. Um, you know, I'll I'll take it in two two routes because um girls, so there's women who are already in sales, right? And then there are women who are not even w- aware that sales is a viable career option for them. So let me tackle the first first thing first. Um, you know, for women who are already in sales, I really, uh, when I mentor them, 
I really coach them to try to uh, get in touch with their authentic self. So what what is it um, that is their um, that is their superpower? And an exercise that I take women through a lot as I'm coaching them or mentoring them is to begin uh, unpacking or taking a look at some of the pivotal pivotal moments in your life, um, and they can be big, massive, big decision moments of, you know, do I keep dating the guy that I'm dating or do I break up with him and marry this other person or whatever, right? Like big moments or a death in the family or, you know, like there's big things that happen and those transformational moments and crossroads in your life, you make decisions, right? Um, And then there's micro moments along the way, right? That um, happen have an impact and beginning to take a look at what decisions that you made at those moments and how do you leverage that as your superpower. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, an example, right? Um, for me, uh, when I was 12, so I grew up in a, in a family where, um, you know, we didn't talk about our emotions very much, right? And it was a time uh, think about the 19 early late 1950s early 1960s when i was you know 12 years old and um moms and dads didn't argue in front of their children right they argued behind closed doors and this was an evening where um my mother and father were get, gotten a huge bite um and i it woke me up and i was sitting in front of their bedroom door listening to them argue and uh, my dad subsequently walked out of the door and looked at me and said, I just can't take it anymore. I am out of here, right? I am out. Goodbye and left. And my mom looked at me and said, um, you know, Heidi, I just want to tell you, if you learn one thing, never rely 100% on a man and always have your own money. And she went in and slammed her door. Now, I'm 12, Right. That's heavy. That's heavy. What do I do with this? So it's probably no surprise that um, I entered into a career where I could have financial independence. It's probably no surprise that I married a man that ended up being a stay-at-home dad and I was um, the primary breadwinner. And it's probably no surprise that I now run a company that teaches women how to have financial independence, right? So that's an example of pivotal moments. But how did that serve me, right? Um, because some of the these things, you know, um, it, and maybe I went down into a completely different rabbit hole and didn't answer your question. But when I when I was talking, when I talk to women, I try to have them get in touch with some of these moments and what is serving them well and what is not serving them well. Because sometimes your superpower can also be your biggest detriment, right? Um, you know, I'm really good at process, but sometimes I'm too process oriented and I don't have the ability to think out of the box. That's an example. Um so it's like it's your superpower. And then how do you how do you utilize that and leverage that as a part of the um the sales process so that you can be successful? So those are some of the things that um you know I help co- coach women um with. And whenever I hear, 
you know, I feel like I have to be more like a man or, um, you know, I see women making those decisions. I really try to guide them and lead them down getting in touch with um, their femininity and their innate skills as a female. So that's sort of answer the question one. Then there's, you know, okay, working with like at Girls Who Sell, we work with mostly college-age young women now, but also also high school women. We've even started getting younger, KD. So even positioning sales, you know, with 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds, you know, um, because they, they're not even aware that sales is a viable career alternative for them. And what I what I hear a lot from these young women is, one, sales is awful. It's icky. Um, you know, you have to you all you do is spend your time, you know, selling people things that they don't need. And so I have to go through an education process to show them that that is not the truth and start breaking down some of those myths um, that are barriers of why women don't go into sales. Right. So that's the first thing. But then the second thing I hear is, OK, well, maybe sales is cool, but I don't have the personality for it. And so I ask them, what does that look like for you? Like, what does that mean? What personality do you think you need to have in sales to be successful? And then I take them through, um, you know, we have a personality archetype um, uh, quiz um, in our Girls Who Sell Academy that helps them frame that and to turn it. They're like, well, I'm shy or I'm introverted or I'm, I'm, you know, I'm analytic. And I'm like... Yes, you are. And guess what? That is your superpower. That is exactly why you're going to be successful in sales. And there are so many different directions that you can take your sales career and leverage that, you know, to be to be successful.